Hey, I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. It's the hour. On today's show... Dogs can smell COVID, but you won't like where they have to sniff. All-you-can-eat pizza study. Stop. You had me at all-you-can-eat pizza study. UK invests in sex party startup. Boris Johnson needs all the help he can get. Red Lobster employee saves rare blue lobster from being eaten. If only they could save people from eating at Red Lobster. And two white guys discuss rich white guys circle jerking with a golden statue. That sounds hot. And 50 states have issued a warning about mysterious seeds being sent in the mail. I think my sex ed teacher gave us that same warning years ago. You know, the seeds are suspected to be from China. Are they sowing seeds of discontent? What if the seeds grow into spy satellites for all the analog people without TikTok? Oh, that'd be scary. Who who gets seeds in the mail and says, fuck it, I'll plant them? <laughs> we'll see what they are. I've been wanting to start a garden. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that show, Stranger Things, does not freak me out at all with all the weird plants and the floaty bits and oh yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine you don't watch stranger things do you oh absolutely it's a great show i love it oh yeah okay that's right (laughs) another one of my friends doesn't really like it i don't understand why that how could you not like uh stranger oh listen to my voice now what what did you instead of over here it sounds different did you accidentally swallow a seed (laughs) uh yeah and every (laughs) or were you swallowing some seed if you know what i mean Ooh. Uh, it turns everybody into Macy Gray when you swallow those seeds. <laughs> some seeds are from China. <laughs> I tried to grow them. It's clear. Spa satellites are growing right here. <laughs> wow. You took that and ran with it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty good with uh, weird parody songs lyrics. Well, yeah. Definitely. By pretty good, I mean I can come up with something very quickly. Like on the spot, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily good, but I can do it. Right. It's like last week's episode with the, uh, <laughs> the, glory, the glory, glory hallelujah. That was all you, and I loved it. We made that up very quick. <laughs> we did. Me. You did one, and then I did one, and then you did one. No, something. you, you, uh, if I may say so, you sowed the seed <laughs> <laughs> to get us that, that song, because you're the one that came up with the glory hallelujah, which is, which is fucking which is amazing. a good punt. Are you ever scared, like, if you come up with a good joke like that, that someone else has already thought of it, and you're going to be like, people will accuse you of of stealing jokes? No, not really. (laughs) You stole my joke. Or your joke was so lame that someone else came up with it at the same time. But it wasn't lame. It was a really good joke. (laughs) I'm sure other people have made a glory hallelujah joke. I don't think so. Okay, so... There's, what, 7 billion people in the world? Someone has made that joke. Before. I was hanging out with some friends one time, mm-hmm. and they said something about Mark Ruffalo. Mm. And for some reason, it popped Mark into Buffalo? my mind, Mark Ruffalo, male buffalo. <laughs> like Deuce I mean, Bigelow, male got, gigolo, you know? I just got halfway there with Mark Ruffalo, the buffalo. Right, right, exactly. So they were like, you did I mean, not just come up with that. I was like, I swear, I just came up with it. And we looked it up, and it was like someone had tweeted it, like five years ago, like how would I have found that? <laughs> yeah, you, you wouldn't have. It's, right. Like it's a very uh, easy. What's Ruffalo? Ruffalo, Buffalo. That's like the only word that rhymes with it, right? Yeah. And he should have his own. Like they should do a whole remake of Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Yeah. With Where Mark, it's Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, it's a male Buffalo and Gigolo. Yeah, it would be like being John Malkovich. It'd be fucking weird like that, right? 
Yeah, you get into uh, Deuce Bigelow's head. Yeah. And then you then you fart at all the buffaloes. Right. So I mentioned earlier um, that there was a rabbit outside. I think these. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned. Oh no, it's a coyote oh. going through right now. Right Holy now shit. we got coyotes on the show. Coyotes on the show. What the fuck? Is it an ugly coyote? It went over to the to the right, and they're looking over there. No, dancing I dancing in a bar. <laughs> it wasn't a no. You should put a bar out there, see if it dances. That's a good idea. Coyotes are dangerous. I'm so glad my dogs alert me when they see coyotes. It's because everyone calls them ugly. That's true. Wow. I'm leaning hard into this early 2000s joke. <laughs> Who was even in that movie? I don't remember. I don't know. Some some girl and some other girl and some guy. Okay, that's cool. I you know I can't necessarily look it up because my phone's on the charger. Oh oh, that's a shame. Well, I'm not going to. That our film our is listeners from can two, look it up if they want. <laughs> from 2000. It's a 20-year-old reference. Oh. I've... I was just watching uh, There's Something About Mary. Mm. You know that movie was, that was made what, in... 98? 98, yeah. Yeah, because that was my senior year. It was uh, Piper Parabo. Oh, okay. It uh, was Violet Sanford. Mm. Wait, is she the... Uh... No, no, sorry. I'm thinking someone else. Yeah, so she's in that movie. And Adam Garcia. Okay. I don't know who Adam Garcia is. Who but... are these people? Tyra Banks was in it. Tyra Banks, really? Yeah. And Leanne Rimes. Oh. Played Leanne Rimes. Oh, come on. Really? As herself in, <laughs> in not going to be famous for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Although everyone knows who she is. You know, the, the cover of this definitely tracks as 2000, like early 2000s, like the look. Yeah. Just, just saying. Just pointing Jesus. it out. Yeah. There's all kinds of noise, background noise going on today. <laughs> so, Jason, how was, your, how was your week, friend? Oh. Uh, Pal. Uh, I was a bit under the weather for a bit. Oh, no. Uh, you got the Rona? Oh, no. Not the Rona. Okay. Either like a slight cold or a uh, severe allergic reaction or possibly a combination of both. Oh, it could be both. Could be both. Are you, so, are you scared that you could have gotten a cold when it's just as easy to get coronavirus? So what we're thinking is my niece had to go in for something, and so they gave her a test, and she did not have coronavirus. Okay. And so since she had been tested, we let her go swimming with our daughter. Okay. But she had a bit of a runny nose, and then my daughter had a bit of a runny nose, oh. and then I had a bit. So we think that might be... Just a mild... Yeah. Rhinovirus. Yeah. For your, for your nose. Get it? Indeed. I do. Because rhinos have the big nose. Their huh? big horn, I mean. Get a rhinoplasty? Yeah. <laughs> get a giant horn on the end of your nose. <laughs> yeah, they plaster a horn on your nose. That's what rhinoplasty is. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the plaster ones, though. If you just get, like, a one made of, like, hair and paper mache, that's not going to be good. Right. You and then like... it's called a rhino hairy. <laughs> that's a hairy rhino <laughs> which is just all republicans in name only they're all nice. hairy nice uh so yeah that was uh part of the week a good part of the week so it slowed me down on the home improvement kind of things because i am just now getting up to maybe 90 percent of feeling okay yeah which is not that we ever have a consistent recording day <laughs> but that's why we're recording on friday now instead of wednesday yes. Right. Yes, 
because I was like, I don't feel like my voice is up to record today. So can we postpone? And you were like, uh, sure. Since like this is my first time or something. It, it's the hour. I'm Jason. <laughs> this is the hour, and I'm Jason. <laughs> That's not a very good stuffy nose sound. That was a bad impression of yourself. It, there we go. That's more like it. Jason. I'm actually just pinching my nose and just talking like this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, that's so what else? What's going on? Uh here? uh we still working on like painting and stuff. Yeah. Uh it's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had a bunch of meetings about school reopening. So that's been Blech. delightful. You know, starting the projects is fun because you got energy and you're like doing stuff and it's going fast. And then like finishing those project up, projects up is like the worst part, I think. So I hate painting. I cannot stand painting. I yeah. hate it so much. Right. And that is the part of the project we're doing right now. Ugh. Lots of painting. Yeah. And I hate having paint dripping places. I hate. I w- so I was painting like trim work. And so we have some trim that goes up inside down the sides of the stairs. And so I was painting that. And twice yesterday, my daughter walks up and puts her foot on the wet paint. What? The and younger like, one? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the first time I'm like, oh, you know, all right, I'll go wash your foot. Like, you see that I'm painting. Don't don't do that. And then like 45 minutes later comes and does it again. And like that time I got really pissed off. And I was like, what? You did it again. Like, I just told like you, I just washed your foot. She's like, don't yell at me. And I was like, well, watch what you're doing. You know that I'm painting this. Yeah. Did you get a strongly worded letter from her afterwards? (laughs) (laughs) I did not. No, she not sent me a daddy poop. No, (laughs) something. That's what she'd been doing. Daddy. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, doing the paint thing hopefully we're getting close to finishing the paint part of it we still have some tile to do in the bathroom but we haven't agreed upon a tile yet so that's part of what's holding us at that point okay so we have differences in opinions on tile either there you have two options in Mm -hmm. uh 2020 you could either do Gray subway tile with white grout or white subway tile with gray grout. There are no other options. This is false. <laughs> uh, I, I'm leaning toward like larger tiles. Okay, that's very 90s though. Large tiles. No, no, not like large squares. There's like large rectangles. So it's like jumbo. Oh, oh yeah, those are good. Tiles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, because a larger tile means fewer tiles. I don't have as many tiles to try and line up and keep straight. And so, like, little tiny subway tiles, fuck yourself. I'm not doing little sub- tiny subway tiles. Well, if you're trying to save yourself some work, just get yourself one of those, uh, like, subway or tile, not subway, the tiles surround things they sell at Meyer. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> like, they just, they just come in and they just put it over your bath and it looks like they're tiles, but there are no tiles. If you're trying to save work. Uh, no, that's not what I'm trying to do. Okay. So what are you trying to do? Make Put in it, some tile. Make it look like shit. What does Becky want? Uh, she wants uh, subway tiles. Fuck yeah, uh, she does. <laughs> white with gray grouts or gray with white grout, I think. Is the, no. <laughs> it's good, man. That's that's it. That If you do that, you'd be on like the like the forefront of... Well, the long tiles are big now, too. Uh, what if you just did long... Long time. What if you did long subway tiles? They make those to do the white... Or whatever she wants, just compromise. 
Well, yeah, yeah. So that's what the, these like larger tiles, like they're taller than a subway tile and longer than like basically if you put a subway tile in the reverse Rick Moranis, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids machine. <laughs> so, uh, Honey, the... I Blew Up the Kids. They have that movie. I didn't watch that sequel. <laughs> uh, it was good. I liked it. Uh, you're a liar. I liked uh, it. <laughs> uh so yeah, it's basically like a lot. Like I've seen those in some nice hotels we've stayed in, with like fancy showers with like the rain t- top yeah. thing. Here's like the fifteen here's, different heads, and it was like these large rectangular tiles. Here's the problem: if you've seen it at a hotel, it's already going out of style. Unless it was like a really good hotel. I mean, it's like a six hundred dollar a night. Okay, room then you're probably fine. New York, so. That we get for free. Oh, wait, in New York? Oh, yeah. No, you're not good. That's not good. $600 not in good. New York? That's bargain basement prices there, bud. Not bargain basement. We <laughs> 200 bucks in New York. Where are you going? New York City? I don't know the actual cost of these hotel rooms. I'm just spitballing here. Right, right. It's an intercontinental. Oh, I don't... Okay. Is it the Ritz-Carlton? That I don't give a shit. It's not the, it's not the Ritz-Carlton. It's not the Who Ritz. goes to the Ritz-Carlton? Donald Trump goes to the Ritz-Carlton. Yeah, I was going to say old people, boomers, yeah. Donald Trump. We're going to the Ritz-Carlton. People who also stay at the Hojo. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> no, no, he went to the plaza. Oh, that's right. And Trump that's was different. there at the plaza in Home Alone 2. That's ridiculous. He yeah. wouldn't have gone to the plaza when his you know, towers right around the corner. Right. Well, he wasn't staying there. I'm sure he was just there, um, you know, having intercourse with underage girls. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> like God, Prince, uh, what's the guy's name? Prince Philip? Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew? No, Prince Philip is the queen's husband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I assume he no, did I think too, but... I think it's Prince Andrew who was involved with, uh, was it Epstein? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, new... there was some shenanigans going around. They're supposed to release a whole bunch of like uh, transcripts from his Epstein's partner in crime. Oh yeah, and a judge like put a gag order on it and <laughs> like think that Trump is all up in it. Really? Oh, interesting. Okay, he was. Uh, I thought just Lane Maxwell was or- uh, issuing the gag orders to these young girls. <laughs> uh... Uh, that's a dick in the mouth joke, isn't it? It's walking the line. <laughs> but the, no, because the the story. So there are two stories that I saw today. One was about Prince Philip. The, the one was about Prince Philip, and the other one was about um, the Ghislaine Maxwell, like um, training these girls essentially on how Wait, to be Prince Philip sex slaves. No, not Philip. Prince Andrew. Andrew. Fuck. Prince Andrew. All right, we're we're live checking right now. We're gonna have to. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. I'm getting the names mixed up because I really don't. I don't care about the royal family. Yeah, it's Prince Andrew. <laughs> well, I don't give a shit about Prince Andrew, but I know Prince Philip because he's the Queen's husband. Right. I can't believe he's a prince. I can't believe the Queen married a prince. That's crazy. Well, actually, he's the Duke of Edinburgh. Ew. He can't be a king. He cannot, because if he were the king, then the king would supersede the queen's power, and he cannot exactly. be the king. Even if she died, he would become king. Nope, because he married in. Right. It was right down to uh, Charles. Right, because the royal family were gifted their powers by God himself. Indeed. What the fuck? (laughs) And even (laughs) even England was like, they've had, you know, thousands of years of history or whatever. And they're like, yeah, let's let's separate that. We'll have the queen or whatever, and then we'll have, like, parliament. And that'll do the real things. And then the royal family is just... 
they can stay in the house, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they get to do the ceremonial thing. Uh, right, right, exactly. They get exactly. to be the head of state, not the head of government. Right. So right. they split it up. In the United States, we put both of them in the hands of a piece of shit. A narcissistic psychopath, yeah. I saw someone posted a picture of him like getting on Air Force One and his hair was like blowing back. And so you saw like the orange and then the white and then his hair. Oh, geez. And someone underneath commented and said he looks like Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> That's funny. Neapolitan ice cream, but no one wants any of the flavors. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Because I don't know about your house. We have talked about this in the pod actually before because Neapolitan ice cream is very near and dear to my heart. Uh, but there are, there are three flavors in the ice cream. One of the flavors is not the favorite of any family. And for ours, it was always the strawberry. Interesting. We don't have that problem. Really? You guys eat all three, yeah. huh? Yeah, so I love strawberry. It's my favorite ice cream flavor. Yeah. And we'll both eat vanilla. Vanilla probably will, will be the, the last eaten, depending on what brand we get, because I like some vanillas better than others. Okay. And my wife likes chocolate, so... sure all goes yeah vanilla is kind of weird vanilla is like that eh, it's not really a flavor it's a plain or whatever but it's if you have a good vanilla ice cream mm. man there's nothing mm. else like it mm. what we make about, a homemade vanilla oh yeah what about so your freaking good your peach cobbler you made it's all over instagram I, <laughs> so i haven't i took one bite of it just to try it yeah uh and i felt it wasn't quite sweet enough okay bring it over i'll eat all of it <laughs> i i was definitely going to bring you some okay so, <laughs> we so today's my daughter's birthday Ooh, which and one? the older one okay and so we drove out to her house and brought her uh, a piece of cheesecake from the cheesecake factory since we can't take her to dinner Aww. and she saw that i was cooking peach cobbler and was like oh i'm so jealous so basically as soon as it came out of the oven we were maybe like 15 20 minutes we had to go to her house so i like put the whole thing in a box to cool and put it in the back of the car and then opened the hatchback and like doled some out into a container and gave it to her nice. in her driveway. So she got some uh, peach cobbler. Uh, I've never done a peach cobbler before. I've never eaten a peach cobbler before. Um, and I feel it definitely needs some ice cream to go with it. Yeah. It, but, well, depending on the peaches, I guess. Because you know when you make apple cobbler, you have to. You're not. You don't have to. But I've never you, made a cobbler or eaten a cobbler ever. Period of any type. Okay, so when I said you know, I didn't mean you. I, I do not know. So when you make an apple cobbler or an apple pie, you're supposed to mm -hmm. use like a certain kind of apples, like Granny Smith, mm -hmm. like the more sour ones, because you add a lot of sugar. So if you have sweet apples and you add, and also the Granny Smith, uh, they hold up better for baking. So I wonder if yeah. there's like a like a certain. Not a type of peach necessarily, but like uh Well, the like, type of peaches in the recipe they recommended were yeah. Georgia peaches. Okay. Because they're because they're the sweetest. Of course. Which is what I had. Yeah. And the type that are uh, freestone, so they come right off the, the pit, which uh, is the type I have also. Uh -huh. So the type of peaches I have are perfect for it. Um it was just uh not I don't know. Huh. They're very sweet peaches. Like I was eating as I was cutting. Yeah. They're delicious. Uh, yeah. It's not bad. It's just, like I said. What if you I, could I, add, like, I, a little... I've never had it before, so I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Maybe it's the best peach cobbler ever made. It could be. I, I, I doubt it. Peach cobbler is my favorite, one of my favorite desserts. It also could have been the whiskey. You used whiskey in your peach cobbler? It called for whiskey. Fuck yeah. 
not a ton, but you know, yeah, to help mix the juices. Ah, so I usually like um, if I'm making stuff like this that reminds me of my childhood. I try to think like, okay, what would my family have used? Mm-hmm. And it definitely wouldn't have been like a good whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> they would have spent a ton of money if they use whiskey at all, you know. But well, uh, mine was a nice Kentucky bourbon, which ah, is exactly mm-hmm, what they asked for. Mm-hmm, of course, um, it, it's a very good, good one. My daughter, the older one, got it for me for my birthday, uh, and so it's like a special reserve. I don't use it often; yes. like I don't mix it with other things or anything like that. That's your so, problem. You use the good whiskey on the peach. I should use like some Jim Beam. Even shittier than that. Is there like a John <laughs> Doe? Stop yourself! Stop yourself! Stop yourself! <laughs> Uh, so when I made the, the dough part to go out, the ah, get it. John Doe, D O U G H. I get it. Uh, <laughs> that part was delicious. Like I was eating, you know, I popped some into my mouth as it was being put on the cobbler before I baked it. And I was like, this is delicious. The dough? Because really? it, yeah, it was basically just like a bunch of sugar and butter. Like, yeah. What's not to taste good there. Right. So there's okay. So there's that. Okay. So you got the, you, the peach cobbler, right? Mm-hmm. And you made it in a cast iron skillet, which I saw on Instagram, which I is the, the way to do it, bro. Right. Indeed. So you got your peaches and you got your, your, uh, crust and stuff on top. It's, it's the amalgamation of, it's like right in the middle between the peaches and the crust. There's uh-huh. this like wet, it's gross. Yeah, sounding, yeah, it's like, like a, a, it's it's all, not doughy, but almost doughy. Almost doughy, kind of yeah. and just super sweet from like the sugar that you add, and it's just like that's the part that I like. Toss yep. some good and vanilla ice cream on there. You've won my heart. I hope that you will enjoy it when I get it to you, probably tomorrow. And you own my waistline. Waistline. <laughs> so how was your week? Oh, well, you know. Alanis Morissette's new album came out today. Oh, did it? Yes, it did. Was it's that on Spotify. Or was it surprised, like with Taylor Swift? No, because when you don't have as much clout as Taylor Swift does, uh, you can't just like you can't you pull let people a, know. Yeah, you gotta let people know in advance. Like, oh, this album's coming out. Just let everybody know. So everyone's and like, oh, it was delayed she, because she's still of... a thing. <laughs> right. Exactly. That it way, was... they're not doing it when the album comes out. Oh, she's still. Wait, what? Right. It was delayed because of the uh, lockdowns and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was supposed to come out last month, I think, or maybe two weeks ago. Anyway, it's out now and it's wonderful. I like it a lot. Well, I'm very glad to hear that for you. Yes, indeed. And I think I just invented a new drink. Oh. Yeah, I'm calling it uh, a, a white Romulan. No. Oh. <laughs> it's a blue. <laughs> so, you know, like a white Russian, <laughs> you know? Uh, so... I, so I is used... it like Romulan ale and milk? So it's so it's blue curacao, right? Mm-hmm. That really blue liquor, mm-hmm. and then vodka, of course, and then mm-hmm. um, there is some. Uh, I've tried this rum chata limon stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, just that by itself is amazing. It tastes like, I don't know, it it tastes like the alcohol version of like those lemon bars that that people make. Ooh. Right. I love those lemon bars. Oof, I love really I love good. lemon. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and like you could toss like just sprinkle a little bit on the a uh, little bit of cinnamon on top of the shot when you take it. Mm. <sighs> Boy. Anyway, I, I'm always a little hesitant on any milky alcohol drinks. Right. Me too. Me too. Because they could be disgusting. Uh, when could I lead was to some Trump tummy troubles. Right. Trumpy troubles. 
When yeah. I was on my uh, 21st birthday, um, I did a shot called a cement mix. Are you familiar with this? I am not. So you take Bailey's Irish cream, mm-hmm. and then you pour that in your mouth like a shot. And then you take the worst vodka you can find, Ugh. and you pour that in your mouth. And you what, mix, it curdles? You mix it together in your mouth, and it fucking curdles. That's gross. And you have to swallow oh. like the cottage cheese like texture, oh. like it's like wet, yeah. wet cottage cheese. It's horrible. But what are you gonna do? Spit it out in front of your friends? Like no yes. fucking way. Yes, that is what you're going to do. <laughs> no. And then not you me. say, "What the fuck? Why would you do that?" I ain't no bitch. But I wondered why everyone else was not taking that shot while I was, and they were all laughing <laughs> at me. <laughs> That's the fuck you, you're 21 shots. Exactly, yeah. Here, do this. This is horrible. My, The first shot I ever had, I was not 21. I was older. Okay. Uh, but it was disgusting as well. It tasted like cherry Robitussin. Hmm. It's called a redheaded slut. Okay. It was it horrible. Does, yeah, the, all those like... I feel like all those named shots like redhead slut and cement mixer there's like a wet pussy one there's another one all those like i don't know they're made for kids <laughs> like 21 i mean 21 to like maybe 23 or so <laughs> you know you know i i don't i don't go to the bars so yeah i believe i probably could count the number of alcoholic drinks i've purchased in a bar on like my two hands. Is that right? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore because bars will no longer be a thing post corona. <laughs> They'll just all be shut down. I had I uh, at home by myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, the healthy way. <laughs> Alone in my garage. <laughs> Hiding from my family. I just take <laughs> that uh, fancy whiskey and I put a straw in it. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know if you can hear my dog uh, whining at me. But uh, that means it's time for a little break. Is the coyote dancing on the bar again? It it is. And she's going to fucking rip its throat out. We'll be right back. Now, before we get going, if you have any comments uh, or suggestions, send us uh, an email at thehourpod at gmail.com, even though we know you won't. And you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Hourpod. (laughs) Uh, also, I, I think we're renewing um, two of our websites that we <laughs> yes. have that we've never talked about on the show. <laughs> or no, yeah. no, we talked about it like a long time ago. Yeah, you can go visit us at hotpotus.org. That's H-O-T-P-O-T-U-S dot O-R-G. And uh, it's thehourpod.com. And please tweet us at thehourpod what you think of hotpotus.org. <laughs> so I think very funny. This week... We are starting our third year of doing this podcast. Our third year. It's our birthday. This is absolutely nuts, which is why... I'm sipping Bacardi like it's my birthday. (laughs) No, you're not. No, I'm not. I'm drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) Got to stay hydrated. Got to stay hydrated when you're... uh, old, you know. When your nasal stomach is full. A friend of mine tweeted uh, an old, like, getting old joke on Instagram. I get not tweeted, like insta storied or whatever they tweeted it on instagram jason you're so old <laughs> i'm about to enter my uh fifth decade that's like my grandma coming in when i was playing sega genesis and she's like you playing your nintendo games 
but basically it was like I fell asleep on this coffee table uh, in my 20s and uh, woke up just in time to run a 5K. Uh, and in my 30s, I bought the wrong pillow, so it just put me in hospice. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that a lot. It's true, though. It's fucking true. Uh, 30s suck. Uh, I'm fine with it. I'm I'm not. My body has been falling apart since I turned 30. I only got a few more months left, so, you know. Because <laughs> you got bought the wrong pillow. <laughs> I did That's exactly it. <laughs> so unhappy with it. Uh, no updates, but uh, I did have a correction that we didn't mention that it was our birthday last week. Yeah. So we, we mentioned it now. You also may have heard the new uh, theme song. We retooled the theme Jeff song. Retooled it. It sounds great. I love it. Thank you. We did a, a little different thing. We're doing different things, man. We're changing it up. But we're still sticking to the same normal stuff. So Yes, we are. Speaking and of which. According to German researchers. Oh, yeah. Trained dogs can sniff out coronavirus infections. Wunderbar. Did you know that? We should start We should start all of our stories like, did you know? Did, I didn't. Uh, dogs have smell receptors that are up to 10,000 times more powerful than humans. And in the past, they've been training dogs to sniff out diseases like cancer and malaria. So Yeah, but can they see why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> uh, I feel like you've made that joke at least five times in the past <laughs> two months. It's been in my head. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Have you been watching the, like, 80s and 90s commercials on YouTube? (laughs) That would be funny. No, I I haven't. I I think Uh, I've said that joke to you. I don't think I've said it on on the show, though. I feel like you have. If we had, like, an intern, I'd make them listen to all the episodes and find it. No, it's Becky. (laughs) She's not going to do it. She might remember, though. She's very good with it. God, your wife has an amazing memory. Well, according to her uh, Myers-Briggs personality type she does that's her her personality type has good memory right but we all know that that's complete bullshit i was reading the section on my uh style as a employee like my workplace style and i was like oh well this is all very accurate oh really (laughs) oh absolutely that's funny it was like if you want to piss them off do this and i was like oh absolutely you do that and i'm just gonna be like i remember one time they pissed me off and i just like shredded all of the paperwork because i was like i'm quitting tomorrow oh geez like try that one out wow that's bad so i didn't end up back to these dogs (laughs) the new study was piloted can't quit Uh, what the dogs they can't quit they can't uh you know coyotes are canines too we just saw one (laughs) but they have the free wild hearts The new study was piloted by the University of Veterinary Medicine Hanover, the Hanover Medical School, and the German Armed Forces. It found uh, properly trained dogs were able to identify human saliva samples infected with COVID with a 94% success rate overall. That's good because I spit on every dog that I see. Or as Republicans would say, totally fake. Fake news. Okay. Science. Studies. It's only 94%. Uh, where's the other 6%? <laughs> True story. The but hope the, is that this could... Like, when I when I spit on dogs, I don't just spit on them. Like, I try to, like, like make friends with them and, like, spit directly into their snout, like, into their nose. You, like, hold their mouth open. <laughs> right. Exactly <laughs> like that. Like, giving them a pill, but it's my saliva, you know? Just to make sure that they're testing me 100%. <laughs> That's disgusting. Like even the cutest, I find like the cutest dog, and I spit down their throat. Is what I'm saying. That, 
That's gross. <laughs> you are a sick individual. The hope is that this could one day be used in public areas such as airports, sporting events, and other mass gatherings to help prevent future COVID-19 outbreaks. What was it? There was a movie. Oh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. When uh, they, like, he, something about the Wachutsi tribe or whatever spit on people to show respect for them. Mm, and, like, yeah, that sounds out, familiar. He's got all the spit all over his face. Oh, and all of his body. Oh, oh God. Yeah, yep, you're right. I remember that part. It makes me gag so much. So but last that's week what we these watched... little dogs are going to look like at little sporting <laughs> oh, events. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, these poor Bukaki dogs. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so we watched the first Ace Ventura a few days ago. Oh, did you really? And yeah, you haven't it was seen on... it in how long? Uh, probably 1997 or oh, something. Oh. Like, I would say I have not seen it since Y2K. Wow. So that was that was the first time and I got to the end and I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's see? very transphobic, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> like that's terrible. we I was watching Mrs. Doubtfire and my older dolly was like, Oh, that's a bit transphobic. Oh uh, shit, it is. And mm, I don't think necessarily. But but definitely Ace Ventura was. Yeah. But it was very homophobic too when they found out he was kissing I, I, a man. Actually, and, like, I think that's the stuff. thing. I think it's not transphobic. It's more homophobic. I, you know, I think it encompasses all the phobics. <laughs> it's just general phobic. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but it, it's homophobic because, like, when he finds out he kisses, or like the the woman that he kisses is actually a man. He yeah, gets he's like out, in the shower crying. He burns his clothes. And... Yeah. Yeah, he like plunges darkly, his face. He his face in hilarity. Yeah, it's definitely super homophobic. Yeah, but then like they out her as a transgendered woman. But but is she actually transgendered, or was it just a disguise to get back at the people? We'd have to ask her. I feel like that's the same issue with Mrs. Doubtfire. He's not trans. He's just wearing a disguise. Well, he's uh, cross-dressing. And which is different. But he than doesn't. Trans. He doesn't feel he's a woman. He's not like I'm in a woman's body, and so I must dress like this. Right. So I would say he's not trans. What was the guy's, uh, um, the guy's name, Finkbeiner or something, or like what was his Fink- name? Fink- Finkelberg. Oh, Engelbert Humperfink. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. Finkelbert Flishty Buns. <laughs> Slut Bumwaller. Uh, but that, that. So when I watch movies like that, like um movies that came out when I was like a young kind of teen, I think, or maybe movies that I saw yeah. when I was a young teen. Yeah, I it see, came out in like 1994. Yeah, so. I see so much of my my sense of humor and personality in those movies. It's kind of like, because everyone's like, oh, it's, Ventura, it's a dumb, like, dumb movie. Like, I just, I think it's so funny. And I, I still quote from it to this day, even though I don't realize I'm quoting from it. I was watching um, uh, There's Something About Mary today. Uh, it was on Freeform or something, so it was very highly edited. But, um, gosh, what was it? One of the characters said something. It was like, oh, that's where I get that from. Because mm-hmm. I still say it. But I don't it's remember Ray it. Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel, okay. Who Laces was... out, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Who is disguising themselves as Lieutenant Lewis Einhorn. Uh, Lois. Or Lois. Yeah. Lois. I forgot that um, What's-Her-Nuts was in that movie. Uh, Courtney Cox. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dan Marino. <laughs> He's very important in that movie. Definitely very important. Oh, and uh, Brett Favre was in The Something About Mary. He maybe, was. Maybe all of my favorite comedy movies from when I was growing up involve uh, football stars. Uh, the researchers trained eight dogs from Germany's armed forces for one week. They only had one week training. That's why they only had ninety four percent success. <laughs> and that's why one they're... of the dogs one of the dogs was partying every night and like came hung over every day. It was right. like, oh, it's that one. And that's why those German dogs are shooting unarmed black men. <laughs> the trained dogs sniffed the saliva of more than one thousand people that were either healthy. It's because they have very little training, just like the cops in the U.S. is what I was saying. Oh, I see. Okay. You get it? Okay. I get it. Uh, they were either healthy or infected with the virus. Samples infected with COVID-19 were distributed at random, and neither the dog handlers, nor the researchers, nor I assume the dogs, uh, <laughs> on site knew which ones were positive. That's why it's 94%. The dogs saw which one it was. Like, right, <laughs> right. So that's the, ruined the study. They basically were doing like the, uh, they, they put the thing under the bowl, and they moved the bowl around, and they're like, oh, right, just following the bowl. <laughs> Marin von Kokritz Blickwade, a professor at the university, said, We think that these dogs are able to detect the specific smells of the metabolic changes that occurs in those patients. I, I know I've talked about this recently on the show. There was a lady that can smell Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. She's a yeah, super it smells like nursing home. <laughs> Well, it kind of does, actually. It smells like bin gay and old farts. Exactly. No, but she's like, she. they tested her, and she's she can actually smell Parkinson's. Huh? Um, and it was on, uh, I think, This American Life or Invisibilia, one of those NPR podcasts. And uh, she, she tested, like, she got 29 out of 30 correct. And she could tell, like, basically, like, they had Parkinson's patients and non-Parkinson's patients where t-shirts and she would smell the t-shirt and tell them if they were infected or not um and the one that she got wrong like a year later came to the research and was like hey i gotta switch groups because i actually have parkinson's now so she was oh, actually she correct smelled it before they knew yeah exactly exactly that, that's a great that's a great show because they like spend time with the woman and um they talk about her husband and he had parkinson's um yeah it was, God, God, great great episode so Great stop shows. listening to this shitty show and go exactly. over and listen to this. Go American and learn life. something on a real Not show. Not a sponsor. Uh, incidentally, dogs can be infected with COVID, and the first to test positive, Buddy, a German Shepherd, uh, recently died. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure that these dogs weren't wearing PPE. Oh, boy. They're Let's more into this. smelling the PPE. <laughs> That's oh I did hear about the dog that well yeah I don't know I don't think it died from COVID nineteen I think it died from other problems it was like a clickbaity article about that dog gotcha gotcha uh yeah it was actually hit by a car (laughs) (laughs) he had COVID it actually it actually got out across but he got you know winded it got out and got sent to a kill shelter and they euthanized it (laughs) that's when they make a dog younger right. Yeah, no, like the it's two it's owners that were gonna like adopt it decided to buy a dog from a puppy mill instead, and that's why it got euthanized, not because of COVID. This is all all incorrect data. Milled puppies are fine. You just have to get the not bleached, <laughs> like a widow bell, right? It's a flower joke. Mm. 
It's a flower joke. You know what I wish? When I when you go to um, the Henry Ford Museum and you go mm-hmm. to Greenfield Village, mm-hmm. they have a working like flower mill. Mm-hmm. What, you they, want to buy their flower? They don't fucking make flour or anything there. Like, why would they not and sell it for like, I would, I would pay. Do you think that they use it to make some of their like on-site goods? They don't. I asked them, I was like, do you guys make flour here? And they're like, well, we used to, we don't anymore. Like, I would pay upwards of $10 for a pound of flour that I fucking saw made. Like, that'd be so cool. <laughs> you know? You know, you can just grow your own flour and like, you can get a attachment for your KitchenAid and... <laughs> grind it yourself <laughs> yeah that's exactly like visiting like a hundred year old flour mill just saying at, at greenfield village no but they Same sell the, they have the glass making there and stuff and the blacksmith and they, they sell those things this is true anyway. you should write them and tell them they're well, going to need every you know fundraising opportunity they can they were closed for months right all right i'm going to type my letter <laughs> dear mr henry ford comma i love your museum Hate I just your wish... anti-Semitism. <laughs> right. I hate that. But I just wish like I could get flour from your Greenfield Village. Yeah. Signed, a loyal uh, dickwad. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you could use that flour to make pizza crust. Ooh. Oh, and what if they also made the cornmeal for you right in front of you that you put down Ooh. before you put yeah. the pizza crust down? Fuck and yeah. They, well, I mean, they've got plenty of tomatoes there. They can make the sauce. Right. They got sheep. They can make the cheese. Mozzarella is very easy to make. With Actually, sheep, with sheep, with sheep's milk? Cow, cows. With sheep's milk? No, you want cows. I made, I made a mistake. <laughs> made a mistake. You're drinking sheep milk over there? No. At the <laughs> sheep do make milk. Sheep milk they do use for cheese sometimes. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. That's true. That's true. No one knows where you we're know, going. You know what you got to use is the high gluten flour for your pizza crust. Is that right? Yeah, it's more elasticy. So is high up. high gluten also high protein? Is that like bread flour? Uh, yeah. So bread flour is a high gluten flour. Yes, and the cake flour has low gluten, and that yes. all-purpose flour is right in the middle. Exactly. Which is why sometimes your cake tastes like pizza, and sometimes your pizza tastes Only like if cake. You put sauce on. Ooh, I made. Mm, check out the gram. Relevant two underscores username. I made biscuits from scratch today. And gravy from scratch, and poured the gravy on top of the biscuits. Mmm. Mmm. I've so been working good. at like I I want to make a good biscuit. I I got a recipe for you, bro. I'm willing to try it, but I've never been happy with any of the biscuits I've made because there's like, so many different not types what of I'm biscuits. Looking for. Right. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever done a buttermilk biscuit. And I think that is my mistake. I think that's the well. I did my biscuits were at buttermilk today, but what like what. If think of like imagine the perfect biscuit, like how does it look? Mm, round. Sure, sure. Not the square ones. Those Maybe are a bullshit. Little, little taller than a hockey puck. Uh, mm, just a little though, right? Not a ton. Yeah, not like super. Like, yeah, not like a grands. That's too puffy. That's the grand. Grands are too puffy. Okay, so just okay. I gotcha. Go on. Uh, I don't. You know, I'm gonna say I. I think Kentucky Fried Chicken makes a good biscuit. Okay. All right. So those, okay. So instead of like the flaky layer biscuits, you want like the crummy biscuits, right? Probably. I think I don't so. Get the flaky layer. I do like a flaky layer biscuit too, yeah, though. And that's good, but I don't think that's as good for like biscuits and gravy, kind of like breakfast biscuits. Yeah, I like a good. I, I feel like the, yeah, I feel like the layery biscuits are things that you get out of a can. 
I always associate the layery biscuits with canned biscuits. Right. And you can make those at home and it's it's really difficult, but you know. Yeah, and, and I've never enjoyed them as much as, as regular biscuits. So. Well, you know what they say? Nothing says love it like my grand's biscuits. <laughs> yes, but can you tell us why kids love the taste <laughs> of cinnamon toast crunch? So I have I'll send you the recipe, Jason. It's um it was a good recipe. It it just used flour and milk and an egg and some baking powder. And it said to add sugar to the biscuit dough. I did not. And I, they, you don't need sugar in biscuits. They needed a little, like just maybe a pinch of sugar and like a little more salt, I think. But also like uh, I mean, there, there was an I egg like... wash I put on top of them. And that sort of made the top like um, sort of more brown okay. and crusty. I mean, I the think sugar it, is for like if you're using yeast or something, the yeast eats the sugar. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And I think they so just like, wanted sweet If you're biscuits. not using yeast, then there's no reason to have sugar in it. Yeah. I don't I, know. I left it out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but the trick is, you know, you, you bring your dough together. You don't work the dough too much. Yeah. You, you know about baking and shit. Of course yeah, you do. Yeah. So you, you can't work the dough too much. So you flatten it out and you fold it in half, flatten it, fold, flatten, fold. You just knead it until it just starts becoming. Like a little bit uh, elastic, just a little bit, and then you flatten it into like inch inch t- inch tall layers, and like cut them out with a cup or a biscuit cutter or whatever, and mm-hmm. bake the fuck out of them, man. They're so good. Yeah. I could Researchers, about, I, we I could do a whole food cooking podcast because <laughs> I love it so much, but let's not. <laughs> or it'll be our other podcast. We'll do a sure. once a month thing. Yeah, I won't. I'm not doing that. Cooking with the app. <laughs> You totally would do that. This is already taking up too much of my time. You would cook and have a meal with people. <sighs> I would. We that, started doing that before the Rona. We did. And maybe we'll do it post-Rona. Incidentally, we just got our oven fixed, and that could have been part of the foil in some of our previous cooking attempts. Oh. It's weird that you leave the foil in, though, when you're cooking. Like, it's, it's hard on the teeth. Well, you need a tint. Helps it brown. A, a uh, what? Researchers a at tint? the Center for nutrition, exercise, and metabolism at the University of Bath compared the effects of normal eating, i.e. eating until comfortably full, with maximal eating, meaning like I can't eat another bite. Maximal eating is all, it's the only way I eat. (laughs) There was a comedian, I won't name his name, but he said, he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, uh... Like, do you stop eating when you're full? He's like, no, I don't stop eating when I'm full. I stop eating when I hate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, young, healthy men, age 22 to 37, volunteered. And they they consumed 1.5 to 2.5 pizzas themselves, each individual. Yeah. Uh, Or, as many people around here call it, Friday. Which doubled their calorie intake, yet their blood sugar, glucose levels, uh, were no higher than after a normal meal, and their blood lipids were only slightly higher. Researchers say this shows that if an otherwise healthy person overindulges occasionally, there are no immediate negative consequences in terms of losing metabolic control. However, if you do that three meals a day, like I do, probably not good for your your body. You're probably pre-diabetic, is what I'm saying. Not you, but me. One. (laughs) One, if one ate too much all the time, one would probably be pre-diabetic. 
I will I be sure I, to give you a small portion. But one com- one has not had the blood test to prove that yet. <laughs> uh, Professor James Betts said, We know that people often eat beyond their needs, which is why so many of us struggle to manage our body weights. This study reveals that our bodies are well adapted to an excessive delivery of dietary nutrients at one huge meal. One. One (laughs) huge meal. Not every huge meal. Yeah, You can't supersize all of them. You can't. I will say that I didn't eat. I I served myself two biscuits with the gravy on it and some eggs. I didn't eat all of it today, so I felt good about that. That doesn't seem like a lot. It was a lot. It was very filling. Very. Well, no, filling. no. I mean, I mean, that doesn't seem like you're. Two, it's not two point five pizzas. No. Like what no, size pizzas like though? Like, are we talking Chicago I, deep dish or like New I York? I think it was just like your standard pizza. large pizza. Do they do Totinos? It was Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> it wasn't pizza because that'd be 1.5 slices. 1.5 bites, and you're like, I'm done. <laughs> nope, sorry, pass. I know we talked about this recently too. I, I've, I, I don't. I've never met a pizza that I hated, like that I couldn't eat. How often do you go to Pizza Hut? <laughs> I've been recently. It's not bad. What? Yeah. These are lies. I'm, I'm serious. These are lies. I've been in the past couple of years, and I, I like. I don't seek it out, but if someone else orders it, I'm okay with it. You know, we order pizza occasionally. It's not like every week or anything like that. Because sure. I know some people do like, oh, it's Friday pizza night. <laughs> right. uh, we don't, uh, we make our own pizza quite often, which is delicious. Uh, but because we don't do it too often, we always tend to get the same pizza place. Right. And where's because that pizza like, place? Uh, so we get a local place called Mr. Pizza. Oh, oh, Mr. Pizza with the good shrooms. Yeah, bud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good. Love it. Um Though, incidentally, uh, my last pizza we made last weekend, uh, I used, I had green peppers coming in in the garden. And so I used some fresh green peppers. Oh, nice. Chopped those up into nice bits and mushrooms and onions. And, oh, it was so good. You growing mushrooms? I'm not growing mushrooms. I had to just go in the, the vegetable drawer oh, for the mushrooms. So this is why we talk about Mr. Pizza. Because uh, they have the best mushrooms. They have the be- Because they, they're not canned. They're fresh mushrooms. No, they're my, fresh my... mushrooms. Daughter's grandma will say this, like she doesn't like any canned mushrooms, but if they make them fresh, yeah. And she, (laughs) she said she was almost like, almost going to bring fresh mushrooms to like her favorite pizza place and be like, "Could you put these on my pizza?" (laughs) I mean, some so uh, Domino's does fresh mushrooms. Yeah, so you can do that from Domino's. Um, Aubrey's. Local chain, they yeah, they use fresh, fresh mushrooms as well. Do you know that Domino's has a a Domino's restaurant inside their corporate headquarters? I do. I mentioned that because I used to work there. Oh, that's oh yeah, and they make people not, work not there. Not in the Domino's restaurant, but at right. Domino's corporate. They make the Domino's workers like when they yeah. start, they work there for a couple they weeks in the restaurant. To be a Domino's pizza person. Fantastic. Even and if that's... you're working in like the call center, right? Like, they I, want that's everyone be... in the company to know what the company is about and what makes them the money and what their employees that are making them the money are doing every day. That's got to be the great... reason why they improve their pizza then because their pizza used to be pretty bad. <laughs> and it's like the, the corporate people probably were like, God, this is fucking awful. We got to change this. I've never Here, eaten pizza this bad in my life. Here's the thing. I, I give Domino's a hard time, but when I worked there, every time they're like, hey, free pizza, I was like, oh, I'm going to get you some pizza. Because yes. I worked on the same floor with the uh, the box 
like the people who designed the boxes and so they had to test out the new box designs to make oh. sure they would hold the weight so they'd have to make it like 20 pizzas and test them wow. and then they're like hey, pizzas nice so, real world testing was, what's the weirdest pizza you ate while you were there they, they always just did standard pizzas like supremes and like cheese and wasn't like a chicken parm pizza or uh, no but one time they did have like their chicken kickers which they don't make Ooh, anymore those, those things good. Were good oh yeah. my gosh disappointing they don't make those anymore god this this podcast is so large (laughs) (laughs) we talk about food so much (laughs) so i was thinking about like marco's i haven't had marco's in a while oh marco's marco's has the best cheese i think i i enjoy so i'll get their i get feta and tomato Mm. oh that's good at a pizza yeah California Pizza Kitchen just filed for bankruptcy. Is that right? That doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't surprise me at all. It's a terrible place. It's terrible uh, and way Benito's, overpriced. Benito's, I enjoy their pizza. Yeah, good old Benny's. They use fresh mushrooms as well. Fuck. There you go. Okay, uh, so in the do study, you like, wait, wait, do you like a white pizza? Do you like those? What, like with no sauce? No, it's like they, uh, they use like olive oil or something as a sauce. Uh, so, so... California Pizza Kitchen, the one pizza that I really loved there was their margarita pizza and they used a bit of an olive oil so it was like the the crust and olive oil and then cheese and tomatoes. Yeah. Basically. So those tomatoes can't be too thick. No, they have to be pretty thin. They have to be very thin. If they uh, slice a tomato and they go, ooh, she thick, they have to throw it away <laughs> or slice it again. Uh, so my, my health situation currently has a lot to do with working in the mall for a long time uh and there weren't a lot of restaurants yeah Uh, and so one of my very good friends uh megan worked with me in the mall and we we often closed together like i often did the closes and so we were there for dinner time and i as a manager could not leave there were yeah. not many options. Right, right. Uh, and so the two of us would order pizzas from California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, yeah, CPK. And we usually would order two to three pizzas the, and, for, and eat all of them. For two of you? <laughs> yes, for two of us. Because uh, we'd, we'd always we'd, we'd get a margarita pizza, which I liked, and then she'd pick the pizza that she usually liked, and then we'd try a different pizza that we'd share. Oh, nice, nice. And, and you worked in the store that we worked in. Yeah. Uh, at one point. And so you remember the, the where you put the bags, like the slide out shelf where you put the like the small bags and the large bags. Yeah. And we had those. So we would slide those out and put the pizza boxes in there and then slide them back <laughs> and then just like dip back there to eat our pizza. <laughs> Tales from retail. <laughs> <laughs> and then for dessert, we'd have like a Cinnabon or some cookies mm. or a Annie Ann's pretzel with the cinnamon sugar oh yeah yeah and then one of the big mrs fields beverages because because oh, uh mall employees got them for like a dollar or some ridiculous thing right this is like why? what 64 this is ounces this or is something why i'm fat exactly <laughs> it's so bad uh, do you remember when there was a burger king and a coney island in the mall oh, okay first of all the coney island was delicious the burger king is what made me stop eating at burger king because i got food poisoning from oh, that yeah i it was same situation i sent someone out to get me some dinner basically i was like hey go get me some fries and she went and got me some fries and she's like hey uh i was getting something so i got you a burger too and i was like oh thanks and so we ate our food and then i got home and i was like Bleh. oh gross the coney island was an abe's coney island 
Was it? I think. Yeah, it was very very good. I liked it a lot. I'd go there oh, for yeah. lunches a lot. Do you, uh, they had Jonathan B Pub too? Oh yeah. Oh, they they made some good food there. Man. I Those eat- were the days. <laughs> I stopped eating there. I think I've told the story on the pod, but uh, I worked for Brookstone for a while, mm-hmm. and we sold pest control things, like emitted sounds to like scare away mice and shit. Oh, yeah. And someone was returning one, and I was getting their information. I was like, what was wrong with it? And they were like, it didn't work. And I was like, okay, it didn't work. Uh, and, you know, what's, what's your name, address? And they're like, oh, it's just the, the pub. Oh, and I was like, okay, so you bought this for the pub, and it didn't work. So malls are notoriously bad for, like, mice and bugs oh, and stuff, right? Yeah, no, and no, no. it's not like the bugs are necessarily getting in your food. They might be. Yeah, probably. Um, but I, when I worked, for, um, I worked for this company that, like, we did restaurant towels and, like, aprons <laughs> and stuff. And I used to go to this mall in Douglasville, Georgia. Um and it was a Johnny Rockets that I would go to. Not oh, a sp- don't they have one of those in Cedar Point? Yeah, definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> so they they had like this big ass storage room, and all they kept in there was one single like trash can sized bag of their used towels and aprons. And when I would walk in there and turn on the light, I would see all the roaches scatter. Oh. When I turned on the light. And then as I'm going, because I had to separate the towels from the aprons and stuff, when I was going through, though, there'd be like roaches. Like crawling out and shit. Ugh, so mm. fucking gross. That's gross. Uh, so we we went as I mentioned. It was my daughter's birthday, and we went to mm-hmm. pick her up a slice of cheesecake for her birthday. Very nice. She loves cheesecake, and we were gonna make her one, but we haven't been to the grocery store in a few days and didn't have all the stuff. So we're like, well, we'll get her a nice piece of cheesecake. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we drove up to Novi and went to the cheesecake factory there. Picked up a piece of like ordered online, just picked it up. Um, and as we were leaving. There's this really long line to turn left out of, like, the circle that goes around the, the mall. Okay, yeah. Briarwood but, Circle, so to speak. <laughs> no, no, yeah, so to speak. Uh, probably uh, Twelve Oaks Circle or something. Oh, yeah, like of course. Uh, but then as we're driving, like, it was only the left lane. So we got in the right lane because we weren't – we were going to go up further and turn left into the – to get out of it. And I noticed it didn't go all the way to, like, the exit – it was all everyone waiting to turn left into the lazy boy. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, exactly. Who the fuck? Like, there's not 80 people who want to get to the lazy boy. That's that's not what happens. Right. And then I realized, no, no, that's not what it was. They just opened a Chick-fil-A oh. behind the lazy boy. Mm-hmm. And this giant fucking line is for everyone to go to Chick-fil-A. Okay, I've been to Chick-fil-A. It's not that good. I don't enjoy it. I have to disagree with you. I think you did enjoy it. <laughs> I no, I did not. I'd rather have no, a chicken. It's so I, I get it. McChicken's good. Chick Fil A is very good for what they do too. If they do it right, I disagree. I don't even think they're very good at what they do. Anyway, so let's, there's let's a big Chick Fil A now. It, please, <laughs> a, you can be wrong. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> and you can be you an wanna... asshole. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, Chick-fil-A's good. Their spicy chicken is on point, buddy. Disagree. On disagree. Point. Except you have to ask for mayonnaise on their chicken sandwiches. Gross. Why why would you need to ask for that? It goes with mayonnaise goes with chicken sandwiches like mayonnaise and chicken sandwiches. Right. Or or McChicken sauce goes with chicken sandwiches. <laughs> so there's this big long line and I'm like, oh, it's a fucking Chick-fil-A. My daughter's like, wait, what's that? 
And I said, oh, it's a it's a restaurant that we're never going to. And she's like, oh, well, why? And I said, oh, because, you know, they, they've got some mean people who do bad things. That and is she's true, like, yeah. And she goes, like what? I'm like, oh, well, like, they don't think that it's okay for boys to marry boys and girls to marry girls. And she's like, but it is okay for boys to marry boys and girls to marry girls. And I was like, I know. That's why we don't eat there. Yeah, you got a woke kid there. And then when we got home, it was we, we switch off bedtime so that we each get a night. And tonight was my night for bedtime. So we go up and we're going to read stories. And she's like, I'd like to read Marlon Bundo tonight. Which, if you're not familiar, Marlon Bundo is the John Oliver book about Marlon Bundo, uh, Vice President Pence's kid's bunny. Okay. Except John Oliver made the bunny fall in love with a boy bunny. Oh, nice, nice. And then a stink bug says you can't get married, and they vote the stink bug out because love bug. is a yes, a stink <laughs> bug that looks exactly like Mike, Mike Pence. So. <laughs> and so my daughter was like, "That's the book I would like to read tonight because boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls." And I was like, "Thank you." And men can eat lots of pizzas. Because yeah. in the study, the average calorie intake for the all-you-can-eat trial was over 3,000 calories, which is roughly one and a half pizzas. However, this very One and a half large pizzas. Yes. Uh, with some individuals able to consume up to two and a half pizzas, quote, in one go. It me. <laughs> the researchers acknowledged that their study involved healthy young men, so they plan to investigate whether similar effects are apparent in women and for overweight and, I can't see the last part of this, Older uh, but population. I assume this says fat fucks. Right? No, nope. old, old oh, fucks. Okay, good. Old fucks. All right, good. There you go. Get your pizza. Hooray. Hey, let's do a thing. Okay. Who are you? Who the hell do you think you are? Who the heck are you? Who? Who doesn't want to wear the ribbon? Okay, so, you know, uh, we're learning about ourselves in this segment. Mm. And yeah. I thought, what better way to learn about yourself than uh, talking about your horoscope? Uh, wait, horoscope? Horoscope. Horoscope? Yeah, you, you said horoscope, which is what um, hookers use between clients. For, like, Listerine? To wash their mouth out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I opened this. I just opened this horoscope app, Daily Horoscope, not a sponsor, and it's notifications. We would like to occasionally send important information about updates, and my choices are okay or don't want that. <laughs> well, obviously, one don't want that. I definitely There's do literally not. nothing important a horoscope is going to tell me. You, you think so? That's what you thought about the Myers Briggs thing too. Yeah, and I put them in the same bucket. Okay, so would you like to know? Okay, what's your sign? First of all, do you know? It? I'm a Scorpio. You're a Scorpio. Okay. So would you like to know your yearly Scorpio? My yearly Scorpio? Like what? My yearly... Is this like traits of Scorpios or like... Yeah. Okay, sure. Tell me about the Scorpios. Okay. You, Scorpio, mm. are often mm. referred to as the sexiest sign of the Zodiac. Mm, no one's ever told me that. <laughs> yeah, because you don't do a horoscope, bro. Uh, well, no, I think <laughs> it might have something to do with those pizzas that my friend and I were eating. <laughs> Two and a half larges, that's all. Uh, well, but, it was a California pizza large. Oh, so it's like a small for $40, yeah. I think. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Uh, but there is oh so much more to you. One of your most defining characteristics and one that others may not even bring up. 
which I've never brought this up before, is your enduring strength and determination. Oh. So if this is so symbolic of you, why wouldn't it be the first thing anyone might notice? Because they're just overwhelmed by my sexy demeanor. (laughs) That's right, demeanor. Right, exactly. The sexiest sign. So blah, 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 novel, novel, novel. They're choking on their horoscope. (laughs) Choking on horse what? Horoscope. Oh, horse, 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 gope. Horoscope. All right. So what do you want to hear about your career or... uh, I just watched a documentary about this guy... um, the fuck was his name? Do you remember? Oh, uh, we were talking about it on the podcast last week. Uh, that show that Lin Manuel Miranda was in. In the Heights. No, so he, it's not a show that he's on. He, it's a documentary Whoa. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this remember guy that, that did uh, like horoscopes on TV in like uh, Mexico and like Latin American countries and stuff. And Lin Manuel Miranda, growing up in Puerto Rico, uh, was a fan of his. Mm-hmm. So that's why he was on the show. What was that fuck? What the fuck was that guy's name? It doesn't matter. No it was, idea. It was a great documentary, by the way. I re- actually His really like watching Turk it. Ferguson. Sure, sure. So, would you like to hear about your love, your family, or your career? Uh, have a career. Career, okay. Your natural personality combines many elements that make you perfectly suited for being professionally successful wherever you choose to work for someone or do something on your own. And um, also it says something about your uh, rabid sexuality in here too. I don't know how that applies to work. Well, they just want to do whatever I ask in case that I might want to jump in the bed with them. Fuck yeah. Your creative mind enables you to come up with unique ideas that no one else would ever think of. Like how to harness my irresistible sexuality. Exactly. And you are so diligent and driven to succeed that you have no trouble putting your ideas into action. In bed. <laughs> here's why. <laughs> here's why <laughs> I think horoscopes are bullshit. Because it's that's pretty much. Who would not describe themselves describe themselves as that? Uh, I agree. Hardworking and ambitious, and like getting jobs done and stuff. Like so maybe, attractive. Maybe I wouldn't describe myself as that because I know I'm lazy. But if someone else is telling you those things, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, what are you? Well, uh, here's the problem with me. I'm a Virgo, technically, but like when I read about Virgo characteristics, I'm like I'm at the very beginning of Virgo. Like it's so maybe it's so my birthday is August 24th, which I hope no one uses to like hack my accounts or whatever. (laughs) But Virgo starts on August 24th. So maybe you're more what Taurus? No, not Leo. Uh, Leo. Yeah. So let me uh, read Virgo to you first for me. This is my yearly. To say that you are a perfectionist, Virgo would not be a perfect enough description of you. That's because there's so much more to you. No, there's less. <laughs> That's completely wrong. All right. So to Leo, mm-hmm. stealthy and clever. That's me. Courageous and bold. So me. Uh, you have a sure-footed way of prowling through life, dear Leo, and you are on the prowl much of the time. Mm. I've heard that about myself, that I'm on the prowl. Hunting out friendships, good times, interesting experiences, and so on. I mean, we just have to check your activity on uh, Tinder and see. That's true. That's very true. On the prowl? Well, if I'm on the prowl, I'm on Grinder. let's be honest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're a bit older. Do they have, like, a cougar grinder? <laughs> no, it's just Grindr. What's the uh, old version of cougar for, for men? Uh, Like daddies, a... I think. Oh, is that? Ooh. Yeah. 
I don't like that at all. <laughs> Me I was hoping for something else, like, <laughs> I don't know, Bucky the Bison. Or <laughs> Bucky the Bison. <laughs> it is another animal. There are bears and otters and, yeah. They're more like a socially inept pigeon. Grandpa the Gorilla. Yeah. So what were you again? Scorpio. Scorpio. All right, let's see how we're compatible. All right, Scorpio... And we'll say Virgo, because technically that's me. The relationship between Scorpio and Virgo, that's me and you, Jason, is set to be successful if the two of you decide to make it a team effort Mm. rather than leaving only one of you to deal with all of your problems. I think my laziness makes me want you to deal with all of our podcast problems. (laughs) But we do have clear defined roles. We do, and that's not bad. You do all the sound part of it yeah i do all the like researchy part of it and i'm really i i really don't think i do enough because <laughs> i did your i remember, remember i did your part for one episode i, I fucking hated it <laughs> i remember listening to that i was i was in the car driving to uh my cousin's wedding yeah uh, you're like this fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> true story okay so this union may not last long uh-oh uh, well oh, they're I mean, already lying because we've done this for two years now yeah it's year um, three. I said they're lying. <laughs> not that they're wrong. They're fucking liars. You're liars. The unit may not last long because each of you are too demanding and fussy. Okay, that's you, though. You're, I don't think I'm very demanding. But fussy, though. Mm. Your, uh, this is me. Your Virgo partner might choose to solve issues rationally, while you would rather impose your will on your lover i'm gonna i'm gonna substitute podcast partner in there instead of lover <laughs> uh i don't feel that i i enforce my will on you thank you okay so um there, there maybe are i'm more. wrong do we need to go to couples counseling because of this do they have podcast host counseling ah, i, mean, I always thought it's a couple of a different type i always thought they should have like roommate counselors mm. uh because like okay so when you live with your family, you hate them, right? I, I, Of course, I love my family. But I don't want to be around them for longer than a week at the most, I think. Just because, like, I get on their nerves and they get on my nerves and stuff. And But you love them, and so that's kind of what keeps you going. But with roommates, you barely even know them, right? So there should be, like, roommate counseling where you should go and, like, it's very, it's like 20 bucks a session. It's not very much, very expensive. I mean, basically, it would just teach you to be considerate of other people. Yeah, pretty much. But also, oh, like, yeah, you know, there's also a, a Chinese yearly calendar on here. And there's a. I feel Chinese, like that's the Chinese horoscopes are completely different. Completely that, that, different I right. think we need to save that for a different. I agree. And also, there's a Druid one on here, too. Oh, really? Well, I look forward to the Druid feature one. Feature signs like apple tree, ash tree, beech, perch, cedar, chestnut tree, etc. Apple um, tree, ashtray, peach tree. <laughs> peach tree cobbler. Hmm. Interesting. All right, what are you again? <laughs> Scorpio. Okay, uh, so here's your daily Apparently horoscope. Apparently Virgos aren't good with memory. No, not at all. Or is that your Myers-Briggs part? I'm not sure. It's it gives me a tutorial on this. I, I don't know. I don't want this. Okay. What's my horoscope for today? All right, so we're going to today. Drama, 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 Jason. Mm. Mm. It makes the world go around for a particular person in your life. Scorpio, although you may find it all quite amusing most of the time, you may not have the patience to deal with someone's theatrics today. Mm, interesting. If you have plans with someone, that's me, 
and there is a need for focus. It's or coronavirus. Sc- and if there's if there's a need for focus or scrutiny over something that you were doing together, that's me. You need to manage that drama factor before you meet up. Well, I, I can agree with that. There was no drama in my life today. Yeah, maybe you. That could be achieved by creating an agenda and following it. Oh shit, we did that already. Yeah, I always do an agenda. Once you complete your mission, mm. you should be able to enjoy a far more carefree visit. Then let the drama begin. Oh, I think they're talking about sexual drama. Oh, yeah. in bed. Ooh, fuck yeah. Wait, that's fortune cookies. Sorry. <laughs> no, I could apply to this too. I'm mixing up my stupid platitudal nonsense. Sure. Comments. So what do you think about that? Uh, the daily horoscope? Uh, all nonsense. <laughs> None mm-hmm. of those things happened today. It's not true. We're, we're having drama right now. There's no drama right now. Well, You're I'm, reading me nonsense. I'm listening to the nonsense and then commenting that it's nonsense. Tell I'm me your nonsense. The theatrics. Okay, my nonsense. Just because the, things... Wait, wait. The theatrics were before we got together. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah, with that's the what tiles and shit? No, no, no. That's what it said. They said there would be oh, theatrics right, that I right, had to right. deal with, but there was no theatrics today. No, there were theatrics. You were like all, oh, M2 is like three quarter podcast three days ago. That was two days ago. That wasn't today. <laughs> okay, This here's is mine. my horoscope for today. Here's mine. Just because things are acceptable and you are relatively content in a relationship or some other kind of partnership, that's us, does mm-hmm. not mean that you shouldn't want more. Thank you, horoscope. I want more mm. from this podcast. Do you? Yeah, you would not be greedy for expecting more than what others might consider good enough, dear Virgo. Your aim is always high, but in a current situation, you may be willing to accept less than you feel you can and should have because of peer opinion. Mm. That's true. You got to stop worrying about other people. Right. Give voice to what you feel or you can't expect more to just fall into your lap. When you make your feelings known, only then can you get what you really want and need. And don't let others talk you into accepting anything less. It's so true. Then 1.5 pizzas. That is. <laughs> the British government is oh. investing 170,000 wing wangs or 221,780 actual dollars. Freedom units. In a company that throws sex parties. Ooh. The British government is investing in this. I feel like this this is slightly misleading, but we'll get there. Killing kittens. That's, that is exactly the advertisement for the sex party. <laughs> I feel like this is slightly misleading, but we'll get there. The company Killing Kittens, which organizes women-led adult parties in London and New York, said Wednesday that it had secured an investment from the UK government's Future Fund, which is designed to help startups survive the coronavirus pandemic. Interesting. Uh, It's not so much investing as in providing stimulus money. Yeah. Yeah, stimulus money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think women-led adult parties are... (laughs) Women-led adult parties are going to be a lot less common than male-led adult parties. I mean... Because they're always canceling the parties because they have a headache or you left too many socks on the floor or whatever. Uh, that in? <laughs> it's Danon. Okay. The company's CEO, Emma Sale, said Killing Kittens has arrived on the digital scene, and we're now pioneering the fastest 
growing adult social network in the world. Emma sounds like she's had a few pizzas. Used in a few bourbons as well. Or what did what did he drink? Wasn't he famous for drinking a certain kind of drink? I think it was like whiskey and bourbon and things like that. So my favorite story was uh, we went to Roosevelt's house mm. in New York. Franklin Delano? Yes. Uh, and it's beautiful. Love it there. It's I've been there twice, and mm-hmm. I enjoy it every time we go. And so he's got the main house that his mother owned and lived in, and they lived in as well. And his mother didn't die too much before he did. And so, like, he lived there with his mother and his wife, and they didn't get along too well. And so he built a second house, like, down the road uh, so that Eleanor would have a place to get away. That's what I would have done that, too. From his horrible mother. The, that was uh, like the first mother-in-law suite ever. <laughs> right. Well, it was the mother stayed in the main house, and Eleanor went to the mother-in-law right, house. Right. Uh, but that they, they were entertained. Uh, Winston Churchill was there, you know, dealing with the war and things. Uh, and they went to this other house to stay for a bit. And there's a big swimming pool there. And apparently there was one day where... Churchill comes out wearing his, you know, bathing suit from the 1940s, the the one piece kind of style. Oh yeah, with the moose knuckles with a, hanging out. With 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 a big cigar and a big thing of like brandy or scotch or whatever, wearing one of Eleanor's big sun hats. <laughs> it comes out as going for a swim. So, I just enjoy that image of standing there and seeing anyway. That is funny. Uh, That's what so a while ago um I had bought like a one piece like undergarment for like being out in like severe cold, like skiing and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever worn in my entire life. (laughs) I looked like I looked like um, (laughs) like if Santa Claus didn't take care of himself. That's what I looked like in that thing. Because it's just slightly. Santa Claus takes care of himself. No, he doesn't. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It was just slightly too like short so it was really high up in the crotch. Mm. <laughs> and so, like, it went partially up my ass. And so, like, that was, and it was all one piece. And so my body is just on display. It was horrifying. <laughs> well, Sally founded Killing Kittens in 2005. Uh, and organizing members only masked parties in exclusive venues with a focus on the pursuit of female pleasure, according to its website. The company currently has 180,000 members in 12 countries and recorded a 330% increase in traffic to its website during coronavirus lockdowns because nothing says, let's get coronavirus out of here, um, like spitting in each other's mouths, I assume. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, The bulk of the UK government's funds will be spent on marketing and production innovation, including a dating app. Uh, Killing Kittens wants to compete against dating apps such as Match.com and Bumble. I didn't That's know a terrible app. I didn't know Match.com was a dating app. I thought it was just a website. Do they have an app? So I'm sure everything has an app now. I I need to get on there and meet some boomers. Well, apparently you need to bumble into some relationships too. Just bumble like the bee, not bumble like bumbling idiot. Well, I see bumble. I think bumbling idiot, or I think of the abominable snowman in Rudolph. Oh, he's a humble bumble. Bubbles bounce. Ooh, a bunch of fatties there. Uh, did you say the last one already? I didn't. Killing Kittens, which says it is valued at 11.5 million wing wangs or 14.9 million 
real dollars, recently raised $170 million, oh, sorry, 170,000 Wing Wangs, or $221,000 on crowdfunding platform Cedars, S-E-E-D-R-S. Hmm. I think Cedars are people who come to uh, provide the pursuit of female pleasure. <laughs> the Those proceeds were matched by the Future Fund, which provides loans to companies subject to at least uh, matched funding from whatever that says at the bottom. Private investors. Okay. Uh, more than 800 businesses have accessed the funds since its launch in May. Wonderful. So it's not like they're only doing sex parties. Yeah. I'm sure it's big companies too are getting the, getting that money. Oh, oh, just like the like the the giant companies that got coronavirus funding or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, they all had to give it back because they got outed. <laughs> I'm sure it's like Aston Martin and like Applebee's, maybe Red Lobster. <laughs> Do you think anyone's ever driven an Aston Martin to an Applebee's? <laughs> I hope not. I think they probably have. Oh, only by accident. By accident. There's a boomer that owns a, an Aston <laughs> no, Martin no. that was like, I'd like to go to my friendly neighborhood grill. Oh, that's probably true. That's probably true. Where everybody <sighs> hates your name. <laughs> Their favorite uh, spice is salt. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Give me that salty microwave food. Why does Applebee's have salt shakers on the table? And that $12 drink that's fucking watered down and shit. Oh, Applebee's <laughs> is so bad. The only good thing they have there is their cheese sticks. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, it, because there are, I will, there are no fresh made cheese sticks. They're all frozen. Yeah. And they're, they're all delicious. Nice. Yeah. Well, Unless no, you I, over fry them. Or if they're battered instead of breaded. You don't like battered cheese sticks, just no, like Red Robin battered cheese sticks. I've Ugh. never had. I don't think I've ever had. It's almost battered. like a tempura y kind of batter on the outside. Interesting. It's not good. I mean, is it fried? Yeah, it's just fried, a cheese on the inside. Yeah, but it's not. Then good. I'm in. Mm. <laughs> you say that now. Well, I'm not going to go try them now. You know, Red Lobster has good cheese sticks. I've never had Red Lobster cheese sticks. They they're they're small and thinner. Ooh, like it, most cheese sticks are pretty thick. Yeah, yeah. So they're like little thinner ones, and uh, they used to like sh- uh, sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on top. Ooh, have you ever made oh. your own cheese sticks at home? I haven't, but I considered it last week because we we're like we, we were doing tempura, and I was like, oh, I wish we had cheese sticks. But my daughter ate the last cheese sticks uh, earlier in the day with the air fryer. And I was like, well, I've I've got some string cheese and this extra tempura batter. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, you should. Then then I went and I was like, nope, we don't have string cheese. Just kidding. That's a real shame. So instead, I took some cheese, shoved it inside of a jalapeno and dipped that in the tempura batter. And then fried it? It, and yes. Or did you just eat it with the raw batter? I just ate it raw. (laughs) I, I I like my tempura batter to be medium rare. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got I my... just like pulled it over the deep fryer to get a little heat on it. Yeah, I did a Instagram delivery, and I was gonna make some like chicken tacos. And by the way, they were amazing. I'm the best cook. I'm the best. <laughs> Do you need any jalapenos or anything like that? I've got plenty. Uh, I'll take some. So it, the so this lady that delivered I'll put them my in your, uh, I'll put them in your uh, cobbler in my cobbler box. Good, perfect. I like a good spicy cobbler. So this lady that delivered my groceries, like she didn't get a lot of stuff right. Like I, she was very communicative, uh, like via text, like she replaced this with whatever, that with whatever. But she couldn't find a lot of stuff. 
Um, mm. Which honestly, I haven't been to a grocery store in a few weeks, so I don't know if they're just out of things now. I've heard there's an aluminum shortage, really. So that's why it's hard to get like Coke Zero and stuff. There's a coin shortage. I've heard that too. Where do they all got people are storing them in their Coke bottles? <laughs> From uh. the nineties. Uh, so this lady, like she, like she rang my doorbell and then she dropped off the groceries and I went out there and she's walking away. And I was like, thank you. And she was like, I have more stuff. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Abuelita. Yeah, let's do it. So she got me the biggest fucking jalapenos I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you should have told me. I, so I got one thing of jalapenos, which is four plants, and it makes so many jalapenos. You know, jalapenos are like 69 cents a pound, and they're like 10 jalapenos to a pound. They're not expensive. I'm just saying I have them and I can't use them all. You could okay. have had free jalapenos. You should uh, pickle Garden them. Garden fresh. You should pickle them. Oh, stop yourself. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to let them get all like wrinkly and throw them away. You throw them in the fucking garbage. You should pickle them and sell them as pickled jalapenos. Jason's berry. Or, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make you a jalapeno uh, cobbler. That would be I, ooh yeah. Just, you know I'll what you just could like do? chop jalapenos. That's it. Just Cut open a jalapeno, put some cheese inside, like bread it and fry it. That'd be good. Did you ever try that? Like a seven layer dip almost. <laughs> like cobbler top cheese, mm. jalapenos, mm-hmm. refried beans. Mm-hmm. Ah man, car- I'll, I'll try anything. Some caramel once. on top. Yeah. That's ooh, the latest caramel. dessert from Red Lobster. And it's got the scampi butter on top of it, too. <laughs> That's the third layer down. <laughs> so, Gives you oh, a nice oh. juicy surprise when you when you cut in. BTW, I ordered... So I love Red Lobster, by the way. And I know that you like the scampi there, at least. That's true. Um, but we got... And the cheese sticks. When I went, what? And the cheese sticks. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't try those. So uh, we had Red Lobster delivered when I was in Virginia. And do you know what they did not have with the shrimp scampi hmm. any of the scampi butter what they just had just like dried out shrimp in a little like tub dry ass shrimp scampi and like a little plastic tub thing i was oh, like really? where's my scampi butter to dip my biscuit in and <laughs> and whatever else i have and to have, have you explosive diarrhea later the have you ever purchased the biscuit mix that they sell at the grocery store i have it's very good so the little packet of uh, spices yeah. that you, you melt the butter and pour that in tastes just like the scampi butter. I, I think that's I, – I have um, – I've never – I, I want to know – let me start over. <laughs> I want to meet someone that has worked at Red Lobster, and I need to, to clear this. Or maybe I'll do a Google search. I, I'm pretty sure the scampi butter and, like, the butter they put on top of the biscuits is just the same butter. Oh, I'm sure it is. They probably just have, like, a giant, you know – trash can in the back filled with <laughs> filled with this delicious butter oh my god give me and then a straw at the end of the night they put all of the aprons and stuff in there and all the brooches go flying in. yeah and then <laughs> perfect perfect you know we've got comedy down we're like at the peak comedy right now we're doing throwbacks <laughs> we're doing flashbacks oh man i think the peak comedy it's funny that we think people are still listening at this point <laughs> It's all Speaking ironic. of Red Lobster. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've done this transition like four times. <laughs> uh, Claude, a female lobster with a rare blue shell, was recently delivered to an Ohio Red Lobster, but she escaped her buttery fate with a new home at the Akron Zoo. So Claude is spelled C-L-A-W. 
D-E. Claude. And it's Claude. So we're on year three of this podcast. We're going to be repeating stories. I assume that there will be no one in the entire world that has listened to every episode. Other than me. Well, yeah, maybe you. Um, but uh, I went up and to... And my wife. Yeah. I went up to Marquette, Michigan a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I've told the story in the pod. Um, so we it go in... It doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay. So we go into this Red Lobster that's in Marquette, right? Mm-hmm. We walk in. And uh, there's a wait for a table for no reason. There's like nobody in there. But anyway, we're waiting for a table. And the hostess was like, hey, guys, you want to see something cool? And when a Red Lobster hostess says you want to see something cool, you absolutely want to see it. Because <laughs> was it the giant garbage can full of scampi butter? <laughs> it, could, it could be the giant garbage can full of scampi butter. Or she might just do a line of coke right off the host stand. I don't know. <laughs> so she goes and grabs a lobster out of the tank. And she sets it on the ground, on like the carpet or whatever. Mm. And it like did she give it a knife? No, but it, okay. she it starts walking you know, like like lobsters do, you know. And so she goes, yeah, right. So watch this. And so she picked it up, and then she uh, rubbed her finger on its little forehead, and down to its nose, like between its eyes, mm-hmm. you know. And she rubbed that for a second, and she goes, all right, now watch. And then she took this lobster and she stood it on its fucking head. <laughs> She, the, its tail was straight up in the air, and its two, uh, its two uh, um, claws. Claws. I was I almost said clams. Its two claws were like out to the side. It's two clams. Yeah. He plays the castanet. <laughs> so she goes and puts him to sleep. Every time you rub him between the nose, it puts him to sleep. It works with every lobster. I'm like, what the fuck? How did she <laughs> learn that? Something? I don't know. Maybe that's what they do before they place them in the boiling water. They put them to sleep. Rubbing their nose or something. It was the weirdest we shit. We're like, okay, can we get our Cheddar Bay biscuits yet, or like what? <laughs> Wait, was she going door to door with this? She's like, hey, you want to see something cool? No, we were the only people waiting she's in the like, lobby. She's like the magician at a uh, Red Robin. <laughs> Comes around to everyone's table. Have you ever been there when the magician is there? Yeah, it's annoying. I just want my food. So we went with our friend Eric, who's been on the show a few times. Oh, yeah, friend of the show, Eric, yeah. And we went, like, over the course of three visits to a Red Robin. All three times we were there on the the Magician Day. Yeah. And it's so like this going old to a guy Mexican kinda, restaurant on the Mariachi Day. Well, it was only once a week. Exactly. Did, we just happened to be there. Yeah. And so the first day, he, he like, sidles over. And he's like, hey, guys. He's an older guy, so he's like, "Hey guys, yeah, you having a good good evening?" We're like, "Yeah," because we don't know who the fuck this guy is, <laughs> right? Like, clearly he he's like somehow employed here, but we don't know what it's all about. We don't understand the magician thing yet. <laughs> right. We're like, we're like, yeah, we're having a good time. He's all like, you know is he's old and he's wearing a vest. Yeah, and he's got a little <laughs> chair with him. Uh, and we're like, yeah, we're having a, we're having a nice time. And he goes, "You want to change that?" <laughs> and I'm like. Go on. <laughs> and Eric, of course, kind of shoots me a, you fucker. <laughs> and so then he goes through his entire act. And we're like, oh, okay. And then the next time we go, he comes over again. And Eric is like giving me a stare. And I'm like, yes, please show us your act. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the third time, again, I, I had him show us his act. So we, we stopped going to Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor not a sponsor 
Okay, uh, so discovering a blue lobster is incredibly rare. The genetic anomaly that causes their shells to be blue instead of red occurs once in every two million lobsters. Yeah, just like the genetic anomaly um, that makes people gay, I think. He's like a red-headed lobster. <laughs> the culinary manager, Anthony Stein, of the Red Lobster... What the fuck? Of the Red Lobster work? Of the Stein. Red Lobster? So every Red Lobster has a culinary manager? Yeah. Does he just show them how to push the buttons on the microwave? or? Yeah, he's just in charge of the kitchen. <laughs> They give him a fancy name. It's like a sales associate. No, you're a clerk. Right. So the culinary manager uh, where Claude was found told NPR that at first, restaurant staff thought the crustacean looked fake. It's definitely something marvelous to look at, Stein said. Server Angie Helbig told NPR that staff knew that she had to be a special lobster because the seafood chain's employee service award is called the Blue Lobster Award. And, you know, it's, like, got to be special because not very many people get the Blue Lobster. Right. So it's got to be, like, you know, rare. Little do they know that they, seems... they give the Blue Lobster Award to people who don't call in sick even though they're sick. So they still come into work <laughs> at the restaurant. Yeah, you got those blue COVID lips. It's coming out of both ends, but I can't I can't miss my pay. <laughs> Just shove a cheese stick in each end. <laughs> No, that just got me. I don't someone know why that just, got me so good. Someone just uh, rubs the the sick employee from on their forehead down to their nose oh, and, and puts them on their head. Sleep. Oh, that's yeah, sweet. Works every time. Yeah. Uh, we kept it in a tank and just made sure that nobody took him in the back for dinner. Helbig said. <laughs> they had signs up: "Do not cook the blue lobster." <laughs> Poisoned. <laughs> Employees at the Cuyahoga Falls Red Lobster and Zoo staff were connected through a program run by the, by the Monterey Bay Aquarium called Seafood Watch. What the fuck? Monterey yeah, Bay is in California, and these guys were in well, fucking Cleveland. Well, Seafood Watch strives strives to help consumers and businesses choose seafood that is farmed sustainably and fished in a way to support a healthy ocean. Or in other words, nothing sold at Red Lobster. <laughs> The Sioux said that the zoo said that Claude, the, not the Sioux, not like the Sioux Indians or Native the Americans, I should the say. Sioux. The Sioux Native Americans said that Claude is acclimating to her new home. Apparently, uh, she has identified as a, a female. And uh, in the Komodo Kingdom building at the zoo, and that her habitat has been nicknamed Claude's Man Cave by staff. Why? This is so Ohio. Like. She's like, all right, so first we've determined that Claude is a female lobster. We've determined it and then we've because determined, we read it once. <laughs> well, they've said it throughout the story. Oh, they have, okay. But I, then I the forgot. staff's like, we're going to call it Claude's man cave. Why couldn't they call it Claude's she shed? <laughs> is my she shack covered? Is my she shell she shack covered? Well, you know, because like blue fire is like a lot higher than, a lot hotter than red fire. So that's what they're, that's I think the distinction there. Incidentally, if you want to go see the Blue Lobster, which I don't, which Cuyahoga Falls is not that far away. Yeah, Akron is not that far away. Uh, the Komodo Kingdom is currently closed to visitors because of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, but no. once it's once it's open, uh, we should go to the Red Lobster and eat, and then go to the zoo and post it on your Instagram. Oh yeah! Oh, we ate your cousin, you blue bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if she was a man, she might have blue balls. Oh, oh well, that's that's up to her 
his blue wife to deal with. Well, so they Jason, if, if he got blued, blown, blued, yeah. If if she blew him, if she blew blued him, yeah. Or maybe he blew himself. So I mean, I don't know how Bindi is he. <laughs> so um, we've gone long enough with this episode. We should probably like play the music to play us <laughs> play us off. off. Play us <laughs> off, yeah. It's like we're receiving a lifetime achievement award in podcasting. The nominees for the seventy second. Okay, the nominees for the seventy second Emmy Awards are in, and awards will be announced on September twentieth in a virtual celebration on ABC. So they're not going to have the usual big show where all the celebrities get together because you know the Rona. I do not like award shows. I enjoy the Oscars and the Golden Globes, but that's the only ones I really enjoy. I like being entertained, but when you really like, because it's a big entertainment show or whatever, right? But when you really look at it, it's literally just like actors and like people in the movie, or in this case, in TV, people in the TV business giving awards to each other for a job well done. It's really dumb. Well, Which I, I guess it's the, like the same with like um, the Heisman Trophy. I don't know if you know what the Heisman Trophy is. It's for like good sporting or something, right? Mm, it's for college football, but like okay. the like That's the sporting people. Well, people vote for like other people that are in the business sort of vote for like Heisman winners. Whatever. That's what this is, except for acting and that, directing. And that's exactly right. what I was just saying. So we're agree. We're in agreement. So I like the I, we weren't dis- why, When were we disagreeing? We weren't disagreeing. I was just saying a thing. And then you said, that's what I was saying. I was like, and we're in agreement. That's anyway. what I'm saying. So the Golden Globes are like, because they can drink <laughs> there. They like. Oh, like you, can you not drink during the Emmys? No, no. You're in like the, the like an auditorium. Really? Because I'm usually drunk during the Emmys too, no. even though I've never watched them. The Golden Globes is like, they're at tables and I think there's food and drink and stuff. And I think the Golden Globes was where that someone won like best actress and she was in the bathroom. Oh, that's funny. Okay. And so that's the whole thing. So I enjoy that. I, I love the Academy Awards because I love movies and, you know, seeing what got nominated and what won. And, you know, we try to watch all the movies before the, the show. So, like, it's like a big thing in our house. Uh, though I just watched one of the nominated documentaries from last year and I was like, this is a piece of shit. Really? That was horrible. Really? It, it, so it had like a Rotten Tomatoes score of like, from the critics like 98% and then from like viewers it was like 30%. Oh. So it was like so it was like oh yeah the critics were like this is just so uh. and I was like there was no narrative to it at all. Yeah. There was like nothing explaining what was going on. Occasionally someone would talk. I was like you're not what story are you telling me? This is a weird these weird little clips. Like Yeah. So just because something is technically good and not really like technically, like, oh, it's technically okay, but like, like good. I don't know. Technically, <laughs> how would you describe technically? I, I don't know because I'm not like, sure. If what you have like a list of parameters of like what is a good TV show, like Uh-oh. whatever. If it's technically good, that's fine, but that doesn't mean it's entertaining. Yes, right. That, that is true. Uh, and it didn't win best uh, documentary that year. Mm. That went to uh, Free Solo, which is about the 
guys who I think they climb El Capitan at Yosemite with like no ropes. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just thinking about that like freaks me out. I think me I've too. mentioned that before. My palms like, are sweating right now. I haven't watched it yet, but like just. Ugh. Ugh. So okay, so uh, for the nominations for outstanding drama series, which of these have you seen? Any right, of so them? so Better Call Saul. Let me let me. Sorry, I have to look at the. I don't have the list on the slide. I've got the list here. I'm I'm reading it to you right now. Oh, okay. Well, I was just gonna pull it up and look too. So, best drama you said? Uh, for best uh, outstanding drama series, mm-hmm. Better Call Saul. Have you seen that? I have not seen that. It's very good. It's very okay. good. I like so it a I lot. watched. Um, that's a spinoff from uh, Breaking Bad, right? Yes. Yes. I, so I watched Breaking Bad. So I know who Saul is and like his general what he's all about. Right. It's but a prequel. And I would say Better Call Saul is as good as Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, I right. know that's that's crazy to say. And I haven't seen, like, the latest uh, season, I don't think. But it's been very, very good. Okay. Um, the Mandalorian, have you seen that? Oh, it's so good. I is love it? it. It's I a Star, I it's seen Star Wars one on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Ozark? That's, uh, never seen Ozark. Okay. Uh, that's Jason Bateman. And I've seen okay. a couple episodes. It's pretty good. I've seen a lot of, like talk on twitter like everyone was very excited because i think the most recent season came out during the coronavirus oh yeah yeah so So if so that that show like the first episode really hooks you like it's got a great first episode um i mean you know how some shows like star treks all of the star treks like the first episode's like yeah yeah whatever ozark has a good one uh have you seen the crown i assume you've seen the crown yes i've seen the crown we enjoy the crown i haven't seen it uh the handmaid's tale so I haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale because I wanted to read the book before I watched it. And oh, I just why would you want to ruin a TV yet? show like that? <laughs> By reading the book first. <laughs> well, it's not Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, I've so, seen the Game of Thrones. I'm not going to read any of those books. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Stranger Things? Yep, watch it, love it, great show. Love it. Killing Eve? Nope, never seen that one. Neither in Succession. Never seen that one no either. Idea. So okay, so of these, who do you think is going to win? Um, I feel like I like my gut pull is Better Call Saul. Really? But I don't like I don't know a few of those. So like with all the hype I've heard around Ozarks, hmm. I think maybe that. Yeah. So That's who you I would think say go- those like, are my you, two. Who would you want to win then? Who would I want to win? Yeah. Um. So here, uh, see, I don't know if I would call Stranger Things like a drama. Mm, mm-hmm. It's more like a sci-fi. So I don't know if it fits the drama headline. Okay. There, I find it as one of the most entertaining on the list that I've mm, watched. I agree. Yeah. Like I, I streamed right through that. Yeah, that's um, very good. I also streamed right through The Mandalorian every day, every week. Like we watched it real quick, but I don't think it has the things that will let it win. Right. So most sci-fi just doesn't win in drama yeah. series. So Mandalorian, Stranger Things, and even The Handmaid's Tale is kind of sci-fi-ish, you know? I I feel like that that could have a, a chance since we're in basically the the real-life Handmaid's Tale right. prequel. And so I think like some people go to that because we're in such a ugh, place that they're like, yeah, warn us. Right. Um, there, there's but, been, uh, there have been a couple of SNL skits, I think, about Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, where it's like I love the Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale, like you know, it's really good. It's kind of like you know, kind of almost truthful the way things are going. 
So I think, so, uh, since you asked, I think The Handmaid's Tale is going to win, but I would want think Stranger so? Things to win. Okay. Because I right. thought, I think Stranger Things is, is wildly entertaining. Even the second oh, yeah. season is so, so good. Is it two seasons now or three? It's so, I don't know. Two? I thought it was only two. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure now. Yeah. Well, well it's up. it's good, whatever it is, however many seasons Exactly. It is. I've seen them all, it's and it's good. all very good. Okay. Um, the next one. Comedy series? Outstanding comedy series. Yeah, there are a lot of them here. And surprisingly, I've only seen a couple. Holy shit. Really? I feel like I may have seen more of the comedy series than, well, let's see, what did I have? I had one. I had, so I had three dramas. Okay. So, uh, Dead to Me. So I've watched Dead to Me. That's a, I think, Netflix show. Yep. It's not Dead Like Me. It's Dead to nope. Me. It's dead to Me. Yeah, it's different. It's it's supposed to be like a dark comedy. I don't, I don't know that I call it co- comedy. It's like got, there's some uh, like uh, parts. But what, what's her name in it? It's Christina Applegate. Yeah, and, the, the Bundy, uh, the Bundy child, right? And uh, what's her name? She was a doctor on ER for a while, like an oh, intern. Yeah. Uh, but basically, Christina Applegate's husband gets hit by a car and dies, mm. and it's like a hit and run. And so she meets someone at like a grief um, support group, and yeah. they become friends. And it's like a weird situation. And I, I enjoyed it. They just season two just came out uh, maybe a month ago, and so we went right through that real quick. So yeah. I, I found it entertaining. So. There's another one called uh, Insecure. I haven't seen that. No idea what it is. Never heard of it. Never seen it. No. Nope. Uh, Shit's Creek. Don't even know what it shows up. Right. I've seen Shit's Creek. So, so Shit's Creek is a cult comedy, and I know it's a cult comedy because it's got that guy with the eyebrows in it. Yeah, Eugene Levy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I can appreciate comedies like that, but I just, I don't always get them, which is weird because I yeah. love comedy. Well, I, I feel like it. A lot of his movies he does, like uh, Best in Show, and yeah. uh, what's the other movie? Like, there's, there's like he was that American director, Pie, not not American Pie. That's <laughs> nothing like Best in Show, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but that that director that does Best in Show, but they're like, and, yeah, oddball comedies. They're like, yeah, they're like weird. Like the people are all quirky and it's it's somewhat uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable, yeah. So my thing with these types of comedies is I think that they think they're very funny, and to the, to their small group of people, it's very funny, but it's maybe not funny to me. Like, it feels like an inside joke. It's weird. I, I could see that. Because I've yeah. seen quite a few episodes of Shit's Creek, and I've seen the, the best in show, and it's okay. It's just not, like, top comedy to me, you know? A Mighty Wind, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. That's similar to a best in show. Yeah. So there's uh, Curb Your Enthusiasms on there. I've never seen that. Really? It's in its. Really? I, I don't know how many seasons they've done now. Larry David's show. I, I hear it's good. I have a friend who's like, I can't believe you haven't watched this. Like, you should go watch it. It's funny. It's very good, but it, again, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> like the I, situations I mean, that Larry puts himself in are just God. Yeah. Why would you? But but I think that's where the comedy comes from. Where it's like, yeah. oh, why would you say that? But he just can't help himself, you know. And I mean, he wrote Seinfeld, right? He helped, yeah. He co-wrote and it, right? Seinfeld basically has similar kind of premises. They do, of, like people acting incorrectly in situations and making poor choices. And I've yeah, heard so, that that uh, George Costanza, that character, was based on Larry David. I could see that based yeah. on what I know about all of that. So, Definitely. 
Yeah, I, I feel like I should watch it. I have no reason not to watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. The only reason I have not to watch it is that I don't have HBO. That's the only reason I'm not watching it right now. There you go. It's not uh, on Netflix or anything? No, it's just HBO. Uh, there's the Kaminsky Method. No idea what that is. Which I've heard of, but I don't, I've don't. i never seen it. There's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which you oh, love, right? I love Marvelous yeah. Mrs. Maisel. That's, that's an Amazon That's one that's been show. recommended to me a lot, but I haven't watched it yet. Are, is it the same? Isn't this the same writers as... Um, what's Gilmore that? Girls. What's that chick show? Yeah, Gilmore Girls. Uh, but it's... it's a, So it takes place in the 50s, I believe, or early 60s. Uh, and basically, she is a housewife, and her husband wants to be a comedian, Okay, uh, and then he leaves her for another woman, and she gets drunk and goes on stage at the comedy club that he performs at, oh. and basically just starts talking, and everyone thinks it's hilarious. And the guy or the person there who kind of like runs the comedy or like she works that she's like, "You're actually funny. I I want to help you be a comedian." Right, and so like she helps her, you know, start doing material and setting up gigs and things like that so it's this you know this upper east side pretty well to do uh family that she comes from and she starts going into you know comedy uh and her 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 dad is a um uh, a scientist professor who works at um columbia or something like Mm -hmm. that played by um tony shalhoub oh very, very nice very nice so that's her dad and um, no, it's it's a funny show. I, I enjoy it. I, I think the stand up bits that she does, they're they're funny. So yeah, so that's I, I think, think it's worth I every, think it's worth a go. Every person that their friends always tell them they're very funny, I think has this dream of going up on stage and just like being <laughs> themselves and not preparing anything of just bringing down the house. You know, I don't think that, I don't think that ever happens. Or like you know, they get a podcast and it's also not funny. <laughs> uh, I will say people tell me I'm funny and I have absolutely no desire to ever go on stage. Oh gosh. I, I want to be and a do like a comedian, <laughs> but every so time I, I try like to write something, I just, I, something about writing something and it not being fresh. It, it puts a blocker on for me. Like I love improv because it's fresh and, and new. And it's just like, I, I think, I think I do it pretty well. Well, that's what we do on this show. Yeah. It's mostly, it's like we 99% don't improv except for the yeah. beginning stuff. Uh, oh, and then there is um, – oh, shit. I clicked on something. Oh, there's uh, The Good Place, which is, uh, of course, I we know. I love The Good – the good, wait, The Good Place is on there? Yeah, it is. For it's not on my series. list. What? It's not on my list. This is just a Google search, the 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards. Yeah, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, Saturday Night Live, Insecure. Kaminsky oh, SNL Met- is not on there for me. What the fuck? Maybe that's, maybe that's a typo. Maybe. Because it's – so this is in alphabetical order, and Saturday Night Live is between Dead to Me and Insecure, right where G for Good Place would be. So SNL has been nominated be. for a few things, but not. But that would be a variety show, not a. Right, exactly. I feel like this this site that I have may be incorrect. Okay, The Good Place, I fucking love. That's fantastic. It's so good. I love it so much. Um, I so I was recently, I've been listening to Dak Shepard's podcast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's married to um what's her nuts from the good place oh yeah blonde chick she can sing or whatever yeah um elizabeth hurley no 
<laughs> that is definitely not her. Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Yes. I man, Jason, bro. Yes. I have a huge crush on Kristen Bell. Okay. Huge. So, so here's the thing. Uh, she was on his first episode because they're married, and he's like, "I got this podcast, and we're just going to talk." And so, as I was painting our bedroom earlier this week or last week or whenever, uh, I'm listening to this you know conversation that they're having on this podcast and just kind of talking about shit. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I just want to be Kristen Bell's best friend." <laughs> yeah. Like she's talking about like her beliefs on things. I was like, "Oh my gosh, me too." Oh my gosh, that's so great. Oh, she's and they're from Michigan. Like both of them grew up in Michigan. Really? Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. that's why I connect with her so much. Yeah, but she's so. funny. She's quirky. She can sing. She's beautiful. Like there's just like she's got she's got it all, man. So yes, if the looking at this list, the good place is one hundred percent my number one. Yeah. Th- that's what I want to There's win. one more show, What We Do in the Shadows, which I yeah, don't even know that. is comedy. So yeah. So your choice? I the good place. That's what I want. And what do you think is going to win? Uh, I don't know. Shit's Creek. Yeah, I think maybe Dead to Me is going to win, but the Good Place is my my choice. Could be. I don't feel like it's a comedy though. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's the same kind of feeling that I have with like The Mandalorian or um, Stranger Things, where it's like, is that really a drama? I feel like there's a different category for them. Yeah. So um, we should have released this episode in two parts because we're we're at an hour and almost fifty three minutes right now. Well, I mean, do we really need to talk about all these categories? No, I was done. I think. Yeah, I mean, we talked about like two of the main things. I'm sure there's like actors or you know different like ooh, the outstanding television movie, Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, These Old Bones. Like, I'm sure it's great. Oh, they but had an outstanding Houston variety special. That included Jerry Seinfeld's 23 Hours to Kill. Oh, that was a great show. That was a, that was a fantastic. Dave Chappelle things up there. So. Oh, Dave Chappelle's got to win. I don't think Seinfeld should win. It should be Dave Chappelle. Tiger King is up for outstanding documentary or nonfiction series. Really? Yeah, so you can oh, okay. Tiger King that that thing up. Well, uh, Jason, uh, we, we got we to gotta get going. We have to indeed. get going. So what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that there's a lot of stuff that might get nominated for something, but I'm probably not going to watch the telecast. I'm not going to watch it either, and we're not going to mention it ever again. Eh, we'll do an update and see who won on the uh, uh, best thing, best drama, and best comedy. That yeah, we but I'm sure some some person will be on some show where they're like, oh, I'm, I'm being funny from home, and they'll have the Emmy on their nightstand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we learned that, um, you know, if you want... To tell if you have COVID, let a dog sniff your butt. Uh, we learned that if you rub a lobster on the forehead, it goes right to sleep and you put them on their head. And if it's a blue lobster, maybe red lobster will save it for you. Yeah. Or maybe if it's a blue lobster, um, you should get that checked out because that is a huge problem. We also learned that uh, you can... Oh, ooh, have you ever had lobster pizza from, from a lobster? Is that a thing? Yeah, it's that really sounds like a California too. pizza kitchen. Uh, it's really good. The, cr- the crust is really crispy, and I think they put the scampi butter on top of it. Mm. Have you ever had a uh, lobster um, crumble? Fuck, what's it nope. called? Lobster roll? <laughs> oh, I had a lobster roll when I was cobbler. in D- D.C. <laughs> last time. Lobster cobbler. God damn it. I'm going to make you a lobster cobbler. With some vanilla ice cream on top. It'll be delicious. Mm, so good. Mm. 
And we learned that the British government is investing in sex parties. Hooray! And this hour, oh boy, has been an hour and 55 minutes. <laughs> Woohoo! So do you think a lobster cobbler would be good? So I feel like as long as you didn't add too much sugar, yeah, like lobster a buttery, cobbler would be good. Buttery, scampy lobster and then you put a thing on top. So I think beef wellington is just beef cobbler. Oh, you're kind of right. Right? It's kind like, of, yeah. Like a pot pie is just like it's a... kind of like a cobbler. Gravy cobbler. A savory pie. <laughs> you know what would be a terrible cobbler? What's that? Hot dog cobbler. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you mix it with some like shells and cheese. Oh, oh. Velveeta shells dogs. and cheese. But like not no. Velveeta brand. It'd be like the Meyer brand. <laughs> yeah, the deluxe Meyer brand. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Velveeta shells and cheese, and you got your hot dogs, and you then cut you a place hot dog. like a, a a pastry on top, like a. Oh, or if you didn't want to go with Velveeta, you could do like cut up hot dogs and like spaghettios. Oh yeah, yeah, the cobbler, that, that's true. Cobbler crust on top. <sighs> so oh, you know, oh, so my grandma used to make a casserole for Thanksgiving, which basically was like an oyster cobbler. Ooh. Really? I mean, there's like a there was like a bready bit on top, and then there was like oysters in it. It basically was an oyster cobbler. Was it good? Oh, I never ate it. <laughs> it smelled like trash. Well, yeah. I do have fond memories of it. Like you know, I associate that smell with Thanksgiving. So oh. and grandma. So I'm like, oh, this horrible. <laughs> oh wow, this smells like disgusting clams. Reminds me of my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how the Alzheimer's dogs can tell. <laughs> 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 And if the if the family didn't eat it, she would just flush it down the toilet. <laughs> I mean, that's how you eat an oyster, right? Just yeah. flush it down the throat. 